Good morning everybody and thank you for joining me again for our devotion this morning. Today I want to read from Philippians and I'm going to look at chapter 1 verse 12 to 14, Philippians 1 12 to 14. Paul writes, Now I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Because of my chains, most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fiercely. Or fearlessly, rather. (laughs) More courageously and fearlessly. Now, we often think about ourselves when we think about the trials that face us, especially with our faith, about uh, us becoming strong in our faith and having perseverance and pushing and getting closer to God because we're going to face trials of many different kinds. And if we can apply our faith, if we can trust in Him throughout it all, then we will get stronger and we will get better and all that kind of stuff. But have we ever thought about other people in our faith? The Bible also tells us, consider others uh, more important than yourself. Put others' needs before yours. Uh, And there's plenty of stuff about humility as well. Not being proud and haughty. Have you ever thought that when Jesus says he'll leave the 99 sheep to come find that lost one, maybe you are the person that he uses to find that lost sheep. If Paul wasn't in jail at Philippi, he wouldn't have been able to speak to the jailer and his family who became believers. He wouldn't have been able to do that. And he says, because I'm in chain, the whole palace guard knows uh, that I'm here for Christ. And on top of that, all the other believers, all the other apostles and believers that were doing work, were encouraged to act and speak more courageously and fearlessly because of Paul being in chains. So next time you face trials, next time you think you're in a difficult spot and you think, well, I need to exercise my faith, my faith. I need to, I need to uh, practice my trust in God, I need to focus and make sure that I'm standing firm on His promises, on His word. Just remember, it might not just be for yourself, it's for other people as well. The whole congregation of your church, when you share testimony, what kind of impact that has on them. could be for your family, it could be for friends, you could be in a specific trial uh, that's dealing with a specific group of people. But next time you go through a trial, just remember, there's probably more to it than just yourself. Let's not get caught up in thinking like that. Our God can do abundantly more than what we can hope and ask for. So yes, of course, we can grow and get strong in our faith as well. But it can also be doing just as much for other people. Your trials can be benefiting other people in so many fantastic ways. If you were where you, if you were not where you are at the moment, maybe you're in a difficult position, maybe you're in a difficult circumstance. If you were not there at this very moment, at this very uh, circumstance, in this very uh, season of life in which you find yourself, if you were not there, would God be able to do the work that He's doing in your lives and through your lives to reach to other people? Just think about that for a minute. 
Consider your situation. Consider where you are. Would God be able to do what he wants to do, carry out his plans and purposes, if you weren't there where you are now? Of course he can, because he's God. He will carry out his plans and purposes no matter what. But he's chosen you. He's put you there. And can you see the impact that you're having? Or are you blinded by the trials? Are you too focused on, on helping yourself get out of this or trusting God to get you out of this? Take a step back. Have a look around. Your trials may be helping other people. Think about Paul. That's why Philippians, we know, is what the, the scholars say is the most joyful letter in the New Testament. And it was written from jail. How can he be so happy? Because he knew that his work, because he was in chains, the gospel of Christ could be advanced. So I want to encourage you again. Take a step back. Consider your situation. Look at the impact that you are having. You might be in a very, very difficult trial at the moment. Are you just trying to get out of it? Or are you actually watching and waiting and uh, experiencing God's wonderful redemptive work in your life, but also through your life to other people. Let's remember that it's not just about us, but we are in this together. God's kingdom isn't about us, but it's about His body, His fellowship, uh, His children. We are not in this alone. We are in this together, and we are in this with the Sovereign Lord who is in absolute control of every step of the way. Don't stress about your trials. God will see you through. And in the process, He may very well be seeing other people through your trial as well. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word to us this morning. Thank you that we can see the character of Paul, even though he was in a difficult trial and circumstance, he was still so happy, so joyful. Uh, if he wasn't there, he wouldn't have been able to reach the jailer like he did. He wouldn't have been able to encourage the other believers to act out courageously and fearlessly. So Father, please help us to become aware of our trials, not just for ourselves, but for our brothers and sisters around us, for your children around us. Please help us to be doing the best that we can, that we can be exercising the best faith, the best trust in you that we can, not only for ourselves, but for those around us as well. And we can only do that with your help. We can't do it alone, we can't do it ourselves, but only by your grace, your love, and by your power. Thank you that you're with us to the end. Thank you that you haven't forgotten us, and thank you that you will never, ever let us go. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen.